Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Power of the P, where we discuss the principal P's to a productive, prosperous, and purposeful life. I am your host, Tracy D. Armstrong, and today we are diving into the book in the chapter about purpose and passion. Now, for those out there, I know some of you, you may have already found your purpose and you know exactly what you were called to do. But for those out there who are still looking and trying to discover what your purpose is, this chapter is for you. For those that have still struggled to see what were you brought on this earth for? What were you born to do? What is your purpose? In this chapter, I'll explain how I discovered my purpose and the ways that you can discover yours. And once you discover it, you want to live your life with that purpose because purposeful living will make you happier in life. When you follow your purpose, prosperity will come. 
the power of having a purpose in your life, it's so enormous because it gives you your why. Like whenever you feel like giving up on doing something and you remember what your purpose is and you remember why you were aiming for whatever that goal was, it kind of reignites you and refuels you to want to keep going. If you have an ultimate purpose, then you have something that is driving you towards your efforts to succeed. My purpose in life is to have a positive impact on the lives of people that I come in contact with, either in person, through social media, virtual, in whatever ways. Now, for me, I discovered my purpose back in 2015. Now, mind you, in 2015, I had already lived 30 years of my life plus, okay? And I really was not walking in my purpose and not living on purpose for all of those years. Like I was doing things and I was living life and I was enjoying life, but it wasn't living life to where I had a a purpose that I was fulfilling. So I attended this Bible training institute at my church. And during the class, there was a class on purpose. And the teacher taught me about finding and fulfilling my purpose in life. She explained this to me. She said, life without a purpose is a life without direction. Now, some of you may say, well, I have direction in my life and I still don't know what my purpose is. But when you think about it, if you have direction in your life, you may already be walking in your purpose, but you do not realize that that is your overall purpose. Because sometimes people feel like it has to be something deep and something intense, but it could actually be something broad and wide, like Your purpose could be to serve others. Your purpose could be to help children. So purpose doesn't have to be one specific avenue of what you're doing, okay? So she also explained that when you go after your purpose, your life is going to start to change. That's exactly what happened because at that time, I was working at Starbucks And I was a store manager and it was one of the most profitable ones in Houston because it's right by the airport. It's the only Starbucks on literally that side of the freeway. And we were slammed morning to night. It was a very profitable Starbucks. I was the number one in charge at my store. I was making money with my salary, was making money with my bonuses. And I can't forget, I would get free coffee every day. Okay. So there was a lot of perks to working at Starbucks, especially in a management position. I was enjoying life, serving the people while serving coffee. Customer service was my niche because before Starbucks, I had been with JCPenney's and I had been with JCPenney's for 12 years. And I just always believed that what they taught me there was to serve people in the way that you want to be served and actually better and always do things in excellence. So if I'm going to help you, I'm going to try to do my best to help you and give you the things that I can. I'm going to always try to take care of the customer because that is what JCPenney's taught us, to take care of the customer. Now, 
it began to change simultaneously while I was in the class. Like the company started pushing the service to the background. Like it wasn't about service anymore. It was about how much coffee can we get out in a short amount of time. So instead of us being able to have those quality conversations with our customers, it was like, okay, got to get you. Here you go. Here's your coffee. Thank you. Have a good day. So I realized that that isn't what I was signed up for because originally Starbucks was known for their customer service when I first started. And it was something that I really enjoyed. And then when they started changing, that's at the same time when I started discovering my purpose in this class. So at the same time, I was taking a class called Faith. And in the Faith class, you would have faith lessons, purpose lessons, and you would have to work the challenges in your life and try to decide, is it a call to your purpose and are you using your faith? Now, I had challenges when it came to what was happening at Starbucks. So at the same time, I had the thoughts about what was I doing with my life? I started questioning, am I really walking in my purpose? So for some of you out there that may be listening, you may have been in your career field for all of these years, but is it really your purpose? Are you truly walking in the purpose that you were created to walk in? And I asked that because I was serving people. However, in management, it was a very cutthroat, like, when I say cutthroat, I hired people and I fired people. But if I I had to fire you, even if you were late multiple times, even if your excuse was a good excuse, it was still business. And for me, it was all about business. What's the bottom line? How am I going to get my profit? How am I going to get my bonus? And I wasn't about taking care of my people that worked for me but I was trying to take care of the customers. But I realized I was taking care of the customers, not because I really was trying to serve them, because I was trying to make my store more profit. Now, with that being said, I made the decision in February of 2015, after being in management for 15 years, at the age of 36, I stepped out on faith made the decision to leave Starbucks, leave management all together. I didn't have another job lined up for me, but I did have faith that I would find my place where I could flow in my purpose. Now, I'm not telling you to go and leave your job. However, I am telling you to follow the spirit that tells you what to do, when to do it. And you'll know that spirit within when you hear it. And that is what told me to step out on faith. I got you is pretty much what I heard and follow my purpose. After doing this, I left March 1st, 2015. I'll never forget because I did, I had a I had a child who was still in school and I had um, a house that I was living in, had a car. Like I had all these things. When I tell you I was living life, 
And I literally walked away from management and did not have any income coming in at that moment besides my whatever I got from leaving. My purpose pushed me into teaching and helping to have an impact on our future generations. Now, mind you, I had been in management for 15 years. I had never been a teacher. I had never been in education. I had never dealt with kids on a daily basis all day, okay? <laughs> now, of all of the careers, teaching one of the lowest paying jobs and underappreciated careers in the world. Now, say what you want about appreciating teachers. In all honesty, teachers should be paid more because without teachers, you would not have the doctors and the lawyers and the everyone that makes all the money, a lot more money than us. We are underappreciated. That's all I'm saying. And then people say, well, if you wanted to get paid more, then you should go into something else. And I'm like, I was in something else. I was making a lot of money. Like I was making six figures at Starbucks and literally leaving and going into teaching was a huge pay cut. So with that being said, I didn't have a teaching certification because my degree was in business management. I had to spend money to go back to school for that because it wasn't easy. See, some people think it's easy to be a teacher. And I got to pause right here because I didn't realize teachers have to go through, in order to become a teacher, you have to go through certifications and tests that you have to pay for. Even though I had already had my bachelor's degree, I still had to go and take classes to get certified through Texas teachers or whoever you go through. And then you have to go and pass a test in order to get past them. And then after teaching for a little bit, you got to take another test in order to actually be certified with the state of Texas. So teaching is not cheap. I'm just saying, especially for us not to make as much money and we put in all the money that we do to become teachers. I'm just saying. So I had to spend money. I moved out of my house. I moved in with my aunt. I cashed out my 401k to ensure my living expenses were taken care of. Looking back now, I probably would have done that differently. Instead of cashing out and just paying off stuff, I would have made more investments with that money. But even with all of that, I never lost faith that I would achieve my goal and walk in my purpose. So remember, I left Starbucks in March. So from March, to July, there's there's nothing right there. <laughs> School doesn't start till August. I don't have a teaching job. I don't even have a teaching certification yet. So this is what I did. I studied, I took the test. I did all of these things during the summer of 2015 and I was going after what I desired. In August of 2015, I took the teacher certification and passed on the first try, which a lot of people do not pass on the first try. This is the point here. When you start walking in your purpose, you will see some situations start to fall in line and things will begin happening for you with little to no effort. <laughs> Thinking back, guys, 
The next week, I got a call for an interview at a school that I had not even applied to. When I tell you guys, I took the test, passed the test, my phone started ringing before I even applied for any positions. Because the test sends out recommendations to schools for people who they think should be able to get teaching jobs. So the next week I got a call for an interview and the administrator told me that Texas teacher certification sent them my scores and that I was highly recommended by them. I scheduled an interview for the next morning. Guys, after the interview, I had not even made it home yet. And I was given an offer to be a full-time educator at a school that was only five minutes from where I was living. Now, let me explain. I had been working, the Starbucks I worked at was 45 minutes away from my house. The JC Penney's that I had worked at before then was literally if from Houston area, it was almost going towards Galveston. I had never worked five minutes from where I lived my entire time of working besides when I was in college, okay? <laughs> now, when I tell you that the trials that I had been facing after leaving Starbucks all faded away, my focus was on having a positive impact on the lives of my students. Even though I took a financial loss of almost $30,000, I didn't let it bother me because I was fulfilling my purpose and I had no lack even when the loss. Remember, when you find your purpose, prosperity will follow. So let me help you find yours. And actually, it was more than $30,000 now that I'm thinking about it, okay? Discovering your purpose. If you have already discovered your purpose in life, good for you. Always remember to resort back to your purpose, especially when times get hard. Reflecting on the reason why you are on this earth will keep you pushing and pursuing your purpose. Many of you may not know your purpose. Most people will ask you at some point of your life, why am I here? What is my purpose in life? Many people still don't know. So many people live life without ever discovering their purpose. When you live a life with no purpose, that is what it means to just exist. Existing is being a part of something, but not really having any impact or effects on anything. So don't just exist. Live life to the fullest. This to me means living life with purpose, which makes life so much worth living. A lot of times when people take their lives, it's because they feel like they have no purpose of being here anymore. And so when you feel like you have a purpose, you live life a little bit differently because you have something you're going after. Now, everyone has a purpose in life. You are created with purpose within you. But until you tap into it, then you'll never walk it out in life. That's what it means by living a purposeful life. Your purpose in life is as unique to you as your fingerprint. 
We all have a particular set of talents, experiences, skill sets, and interests that light us up. Purpose is related to these, but it is your reason for being. It is why you get out of bed in the morning, even when the day is dreary. You're tired and you know the tasks and challenges ahead are going to be hard or even boring. It's like your passion. Start with thinking about what are you passionate about? Pause and reflect. What are you passionate about? What do you enjoy doing? What makes you smile? What is something that you could do for free and not even be bothered by it? Those are some things that could be considered your passion. Then think about how you could provide for others because purpose is usually tied together with serving others. Your purpose may shift as life shifts. Your feeling of purpose may come from connections to others. So to help you discover your purpose, here are a few tips. So if you want to take notes, here's the time to get you your notebook and something to write with. Develop a growth mindset. Having a growth mindset is linked to having a sense of purpose. Constantly growing and becoming a better version of yourself helps you identify your purpose and commit to pursuing it. So develop a growth mindset. Next, create a personal vision statement. A personal vision statement can help you manage stress and find balance in your life. It also serves as a roadmap that will guide you toward your purpose by identifying your core values and establishing what's important to you. So in your personal vision statement, you will write down those things that are important to you. You will write down some of the things that you value. Explore your passions. Your passions and interests are a good indicator of the area in which your life purpose might lie, but they can be hard to identify. They're so ingrained in our ways of thinking that we can become blind to them. If you're not sure what your passions are, Ask the people who know you best. Likely, you are already pursuing them in some way without even realizing it. Next, turn your pain into purpose. We all will face challenges in life. But when we overcome these challenges, it actually will shape us into who we will become and it gives us our unique strengths and perspectives. Many people ask for help when they're struggling to overcome a major life change. Some later find their purpose in helping others face similar struggles to those that they have overcome. So maybe your purpose is tied in with the pain that you might be experiencing. I know I have a young lady who has turned her pain into purpose and she was in an abusive relationship. And so now she's overcome and she's gotten out of that abusive relationship. So she turned that 
into her purpose to help other women who may be going through those types of relationships. She helps other women heal after being out of the relationships. So whatever pain you might be going through and experiencing now, usually we go through some type of pain for a reason. We can use that pain to help others who might be going through the same thing. So your purpose could be tied in your pain. Think about it. Next. This is what I did. I turned the painful experiences into life lessons that can help you overcome any obstacles that you might be facing. The trials and tribulations of your life that you've overcome can help others with similar situations have strength to overcome. As an educator now, I'm able to encourage my students through the tough situations of life with their parents, with their peers, with the pressures in life that they face, especially in middle school. Because I remember the pain of middle school. I remember the challenges. I remember the experiences. So I was telling my students about the pain of middle school that I experienced. While in sixth grade, I hated myself. I hated the way I looked. I hated my life. My father was in and out of jail. My mother was very strict and demanding. And to make matters worse, other classmates would talk about me, laugh at me, make me feel less than. So this hurt my self-esteem and caused me not to believe in myself. Now, mind you, I was super smart. But whenever I tried to show it, students would call me names. And I never understood why. And I still don't. Well, I do now, kind of, because, you know, people hurt people, hurt other people. And if there's issues going on with them, then they'll talk about you. But I remember comparing myself to this other student and not liking her because I thought she was so pretty. She was tall, had long hair and had a light skin tone. She never did anything to me. But I didn't like her because all the boys did. I guess now that I look back, I was jealous. After I got to know her, she wasn't too bad of a friend. Found out that she didn't even like being tall. She didn't like all the attention from the boys. And she didn't like parts of herself that I thought were her bonuses. And when I tell this story to my students, which just is a true story, I instantly am walking in my purpose because I am taking what I went through and helping my students understand how to get through the same situation. They can relate to what I went through in one way or the other. I usually have some type of impact on their lives and that is my purpose in life. They will understand better how to navigate through some of the toughest years of their lives. Seeing their faces when I tell them this story and when I tell them that they're not alone and hearing the responses of shock to know that their teacher, a successful college graduate, educated woman experienced bullying, experienced low self-esteem and self-hate 
Yes, yes, I did. But I rose above it. And this is a demonstration to them that they can too. And whatever you're going through out there, you can rise above it too. Remember that. Just because you're going through it now doesn't mean that this is what's going to last forever. And once I realized that my pain could help people, I stopped trying to bury it. This is where a lot of your purpose may stem from. Behind every successful person is a clarity of purpose. And unless you find yours, you'll continue to cruise through life on autopilot. You might find yourself knocked off course and lost, uncertain how to move forward or which direction is forward. Or life may be smooth, but one day you might look back and wish you had used your time differently. When you do discover your purpose, it requires some courage because it opens up questions and ideas that might not be comfortable. Purpose provides you with an inner compass that guides every decision and leads you to the experiences that will light up your life. Then you act differently. I remember when my purpose started to become clear to me. I started living life differently. Because when you live a life of purpose, you focus on different things in life. You care about people a little bit differently. Every move you make is intentional because you have a purpose attached to it. Some family and friends cannot understand what I was doing, why I was changing. I had a different mindset. I was working towards something that they could not see and they could not understand, especially when I changed careers and took that financial loss. They could not understand why I would do that. I recall my mother saying, why are you throwing your life away? You may have some people in your life that may feel the same way. But remember, this is your life and you are the only one that can live it. I was intentional of how I spent my time. I was intentional of who I spent my time with. This was important because if I would have continued spending my life clubbing and partying and running the streets and drinking, I would have never been able to walk in my purpose. Now for you, it will all depend on what you are called to do in the world. So I have a list for you. And it must be one that you truly care about. Do you care about helping children? Do you care about giving back to the community? Do you care about helping animals? Do you care about helping others live a healthy lifestyle? Do you care about people embracing spirituality? Do you care about empowering others, cultivating healthiness? Do you care about relationships? Now, my passion was helping young people live a more hopeful life. Then my purpose expanded into my cheer gym. And the motto was developing prosperous athletes on and off the mat. 
my purpose has expanded even broader to social media platforms in an effort to have a positive impact on more listeners. And now with the podcast, I'm able to have a greater impact, but it's the same purpose, trying to help others live a more productive, prosperous, and purposeful life. Now, your purpose may stay the same, but your platform may change as you develop in life and you live life on purpose. Every action you make and every step you take should have an intent behind whatever you do. If you do things and you do not have any intention for it, it will find an intention that you may not have even planned for. It might be positive or it might be negative. You're more likely to achieve goals and be happier and more content when you achieve what you were intending to achieve, especially if it's your passion and your purpose, then the prosperity will come. Thank you for listening. This is another episode of The Power of the Peace. Have a good one, y'all.